Welcome to Core Voices. Thank you for being in this space with us week in, week out to talk about things that are necessary, important, sometimes uncomfortable, but things that we need to bring out into the open, take away the taboos and maybe understand and educate ourselves about a little bit more. Today's topic, um, which I'll get to in just a moment, um, is something that I'm particularly interested in. It's something that's coming up around us a lot, the relationship between Sikhi and yoga. And I know that for a lot of people that can be a little bit of a touchy subject um, because we don't think that the two are related. Um, so we're gonna learn more about that today, hopefully get some new information, do some unlearning and probably feel a little bit uncomfortable. Sorry, I didn't put my phone on silent. <laughs> Okay, to introduce our wonderful guest today, and I'm absolutely honoured to make this introduction and to have such an amazing guest on the show today. There are many words that can ascribe Professor Surinder Singh, the yogi of sound, such as music therapist, musician, researcher, academic, and master of musicology. The list can go on to describe the calibre of Professor Surinder Singh. He is a world-renowned musician who has devoted his life to preserving, reviving and educating individuals in the art of sound therapy and spreading the legacy of his master, Guru Nanak. In 1994, he founded the Raj Academy, an international premier non-profit institution dedicated to the education and training of sound therapy. Along with educating and heading the premier educational institution in sound therapy, Yogi Professor Surinder Singh is also a master of Nath Yoga, which is the ancient Indian art of sound and the psyche. He revels in connecting the gap between the mind, body and soul. Other highlights to add to Yogi Professor Surinder Singh's impeccable resume are that he is a composer, a film director and a writer. As a revivalist of the lost Sikh musical instruments, his personal philosophy is that whatever is not shared is lost. Yogi Professor Surinder Singh is also my teacher, my Vidya Guru for Sikh music, Nad Yoga and Sikh music therapy. This is something that I've devoted my life to because I had such a great inspirational role model and it is an absolute honour and delight for me to have my wonderful teacher, Yogi Professor Surinder Singh on the show. Welcome, Yogi Ji. Thank you, Jasvirkar, for having me uh, on your show. Wahiguruji ka khalsa. Wahiguruji ki fateh. It is an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Um, I'm really, really excited for today's conversation. There's a lot of things going on with the climate, with just many things around us um, that are making me more curious and a lot of the questions that I've received in emails are leaning towards that direction as well is trying to understand more about this connection of Sikhi and yoga because we've got different pockets. There are some people within the Punjabi community who are completely opposed to yoga and they do not believe that Sikhi and yoga go together and then there's another few branches of um, Sikhs and Punjabis who practice yoga, different forms, various different types of yoga that exist out there. Um, and they connect that way. They may not have such a deep um, historical 
background of Sikhi, but I don't think that there's much clarity out there for us to understand actually historically or just from a neutral point of view, what is the what is the connection between Sikhi and yoga? So that's going to be our topic today. And I, uh, I have a ton of questions for you, like tons and tons. I hope that we have enough time. But my first question is that, in your opinion, why is there this almost like why is there yoga phobia in the Punjabi and Sikh community? I think it is a lack of education uh, amongst the, the Sikhs from Punjab, and uh, um, that and and history played its role. Uh, colonization of India and before uh, that that British occupied India uh, under the the Mughal emperors, uh, how yoga was seen because of uh, it, it got hijacked by religion, especially majority of them were Hindus, and um, everybody was after power and numbers. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you are associating something so beautiful, um, and of course then practices, cultures, rituals, and uh, other things will change its reality. So if we look into basically uh, the purpose and the process. If we look closely into what is the Sikhi, um, and according to Guru Nanak Sahib, Sikhi, Sikhya, Gurvichar. My source is Sri Guru Granth Sahib. Whatever I'm just about to share with you today, with all of you, is uh, backed up by, it is not my viewpoint. I'm not here to uh, express what is right according to me. I think in this space for the humanitarians uh, who want to serve humanity, it is important for them to look into what is the source. You know, everything, all of these things uh, I'm about to say are written and survived 500 years. Uh, Guru's Bani, Guru Nanak's wisdom and his, his blessing in um, Ragasa, the Varasa, which was a part of the Sikh Satna, Sikh nickname. Uh, in his, uh, this writing of his, he writes about Sikhi. What is Sikhi? He says, Sikhya Gurvijar. What is the, the Guru's viewpoint? And if we zoom in a little bit more, what is Guru? Guru is a who gives us a Gur where this word comes from before guru nanak sahib the guru and nath is related to um, the yogic side okay. and what is a yoga you know uh, we will talk after uh, what is the yoga according to guru nanak sahib guru amartas maharaj guru arjun sahib guru gobind singh ji maharaj according to sri guru granth sahib maharaj um, our practices are different. The practices from the the schools, all these nuts, uh, all of these masters, the 12 schools of yoga, their practices are different, were different, and Guru mentioned those. But the word yoga, which is a Sanskrit word, 
it originates thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, Vedic time. The word from the Sanskrit, yoga, not yoga. Yoga means when you become capable, when you are able to enable yourself to create a perfection, a mastery within you. When you can put your thoughts, focus, body in a one line and become something. For me, in a modern day uh, analogy will be, you can drive car. So you are looking through the front screen, you are looking through the back mirror, your side mirrors, you holding on to steering wheel, you shifting the gears, you are trying to control the time when you crossing the road or overtaking bypassing thing there's so much but to get from one point to another point when you are using this machine your capability your skills of bribery is what yoga is that's what yoga means that you become capable you become able to create this amazing outcome you you bring the solution so hailing from sanskrit it comes to even even in modern days and when we're looking into uh, the guru the word like where i uh, started this from sikhi sikhya gor vichar it's written by guru nanak sahib in Uvarasa. i mean learning from the gurus, the gurus viewpoint, how did the gurus found the solution, the seeker, one who is looking for that solution. Mm -hmm. That's what Sikhi is. And in the yogic process, what is a yoga? Going to Nath or Guru and becoming a chela for what? The chela is looking for solution, looking for answers. So the quest is not a different but when it got hijacked by religions and cultures and creeds and money it was um, it was going to be corrupted so where does this um translation of yoga come from because in the west um what i've heard is that yoga is it means union um and what you've just shared with us it means something else it means to be capable so why is there a different definition See, there's a lot of words cannot be translated in, in the language like English. The language like English is a limited language. They have 26 alphabets where, uh, you know, Guru Mukhi is, is giving 35 sounds like Rada, Rana, Anga. They don't exist in, in um, English. And same way, some words, they, there is a kind of... Uh, a viewpoint you know they've been adopted i will say union is okay okay let me say uh, let me accept this word union but yoga is when you become able to create that union between your physical body your mental body your spiritual body and kartapurk okay and you become yoga you know, that's the union, that oneness. And Guru Nanak Sahib says, Ik o Ankar, that oneness. And that's, that's the, the seed where the whole of this 
ideology of Guru Sahib, Guru Nanak Sahib, and Guru Gobind Singh and Guru Granth Sahib, all of this ideology is a standing upon the oneness. So the the union, okay, let, let me say we accept that yoga is a union, but what makes a union? You know, what creates the union? Something is a missing, it's not complete. Either you are yoga, either you're not. Either you are unable to do something, either you are not. And when we were not, Gurus gave us the gore, the technique for us to become able. And that mechanism, that schooling, that knowledge, that training was known as a yoga. Okay. And in Punjabi, that sounds very similar to the word jog. Yes. Guru Nanak Sahib's favorite word is a jog. Uh, it is a regional, it's a dialect, it is a adaptation of north uh, to the word of yog to jog as guru is a trying to create a it's a putting in inverted comma in a way it is a highlighting a situation that he's talking about something something which people already know and because they already know so they they bring the culture in they bring it's a religion they drag all of those other things with it so guru want to create a separation so because he is all about guru mukhi so he create a different sound to get people's attention to wake people up so to yog he will say jog okay so yog and jog are essentially the same word they mean same the same thing. thing and are both of these words found in gurbani in guru granth sahib yes okay so where does the word yoga come from if the actual word is yog i will say um, it is again um, lack of education i will say um, there is a culture we were in uh, under the rules of british uh, for nearly 200 years india was punjab was for 90 years hmm. and they wanted to not just change things. They wanted to understand things according to their understanding and then create a, a new things. So when they could not pronounce like mantra, you know, word is, there's no such thing called mantra. There's hmm. no such word exist called tantra or uh, yantra. These are all uh, disability of a language that West have kind of tried to impose because I, I don't see that they, they were lazy. They, were, they just wanted to create the corruption. So mantra became mantra. Uh, but I feel a little bit sorry for those who are truly seeking, who really can get benefit from this. It was not about the west or east it was not by hindus or muslims this program was built for humanity it is as relevant for africa that it is in for canada it is as relevant for india but the program when when one tried to hijack the idea and sell it let me share with you the british they were trying to lease darbar sahib 
you know, they were trying to do everything. So they were those people who brought people like uh, Ernest Trump to create the division, not mm -hmm. just to, at one angle, you know, distorting, um, uh, you know, giving their own viewpoint. I'm sorry, did you say that they tried to lease Darbar Seb, the Golden Temple? Uh, of course, they, they wanted to sell that place and give it a lease. It was a profit-making, it still is a profit-making institution. So they wanted to lease it. So um, uh, these things are available. Uh, but to see uh, what we say, ignorance is a bliss, right? Because we're not looking into it. We we just want everything take away. We just like, okay, this is a yoga center. Let me go in. Everything is a fine. Nothing is a fine. There's a lot of nonsense and nothing makes sense. And let me sh drop something here before we go into the nectar uh, pool of uh, of Sikhi. You know, you you can go to um, uh, the, the Google Guru and ask for like, there is a goat yoga, beer yoga, weed yoga, all of this nonsense is available out there. You know, yoga, what is a yoga? And people don't even know the basic definition of it. And we in Punjabi, we I have to say this in Punjabi, Raja. They said <laughs> in, in amongst the blind people, the one who's a partially sighted becomes the ruler. And this is what's happening mm. uh, in the world, beautiful world of which which can give a humanity a incredible spin. It can make this planet such a beautiful place. But um, there is a big problem. And that problem is education. Right. I'm just, I'm very surprised with some of the things that you said, because I also like to dabble in research. And there's some of the information that you've given me, which is new. And I agree with you that often we, we navigate in spaces where everybody's got little pieces of information and then we all try to piece it together our own way and make our own type of a picture. And I'm grateful to have you here because I know that your research in Sikh history and Sikh music is vast and in Gurbani as well. And that's why I'm grateful to have a better understanding and insight as to how this picture actually came to where it is now and how we relate to it. Um, so you've helped us to understand a little bit about the background and the history of what yoga means and where the word comes from and that there is reference to yoga, to yog. I'm going to, I'm going to say yog. I'm not going to say yoga anymore. Okay. There is reference to yog, jog as well in Gurbani. Um, can you help us to understand more what the relationship is between Sikhi and yog. Um, Sikhi is when we go to Guru to become capable. So the Guru transforms us through the teaching, the gur, the technique it gives. It's a mul mantra, gur mantra, it's a jap, it's a tap, it's a sabd, sabd guru, surta tun chela. And when we follow, our, our focus follows 
the the wisdom of guru and it's a sound it it is relatable and when we seek that when when we look from the guru uh, not just what we should do but how we should learn to be a better people in when you look into the I, I need to take you a little bit back when there was a time when bodhis the buddhist people were at the top the entire india was buddhist under the flag of ashoka the king ashok and the yogis of india who were actually the king makers ashok was made by chanakya who was a yogi so the yogis from the opposition after chanakya brought um, everything they used full power to get the buddhists out of india they don't exist in india at all and similar things similar policies were going on even at the mughal times and when the british were there even in nowadays yogis were learned people capable they had capacity from uh, treating people to the psyche of the people they were the lawmakers they were very well respected people they were actually humanitarians kind-hearted people but mm -hmm. when they got involved in a politics when they got tangled in the religions when they started taking sides and not being fair um, in the schools problems started coming in problems um, there was there were clashes between shivmat and there were clashes with um, goraknath there was clashes amongst aipanthis so all of these problems were adding in adding in that people will go um, when they get fed up and they or their heart is broken and they don't want to be associated so they will go and have a diksha from or have become they become a chela of some yogi goraknath or somebody and they will initiate them by putting a, a, a munda or a mundra through their ears and they will leave they they will only come to the village to have some um, flower or or some food otherwise they will stay in jungles or a forest or will go to mountains guru nanak ji when he came in and he he saw this shift happening and he saw how these incredible people were able and capable to make sure the 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 country and humanity thrive from it um, and these people played no role in that and he he started bringing them back linking them back into the system so they can actually help the humanity but guru nanak's approach was a different approach from all these other 12 schools Remember, like number three, school number three is called Aipanthi. We see that is the most popular school at the moment in, in the world of the yoga. The Shakti is the, the key component. And even Guru Nanak Sahib talks about this school in, in a very first of uh, his Bani in Japji. Munda Sandok, Saram Patcholi, 
ਧਿਆਨ ਕੀ ਕਰਹੇ ਵਿਪੂਤ ਕਿੰਥਾ ਕਾਲ ਕੁਆਰੀ ਕਾਇਆ ਜੁਗਤ ਡੰਡਾ ਪ੍ਰਤੀਤ ਆਈ ਪੰਥੀ ਸਗਲ ਜਮਾਤੀ ਮਨ ਜੀਤੈ ਜਗ ਜੀਤ ਆਦੇਸ਼ ਤਿਸੈ ਆਦੇਸ਼ ਆਦ ਅਨੀਲ ਅਨਾਦ ਅਨਾਹਤ ਜੁਗ ਜੁਗ ਏਕੋ ਵੇਸ within this paragraph there is a lot of secrets right. it talks about guru nanak being different from mainstream yoga of aipanthi and he want to create something sagar jamati he he want to use these beautiful things for for humanity not create an a segregation or isolation that you are trained and you are high caste you are brahman you are uh, untouchable you are separated you you're not no good for he just he wanted to embrace everybody can you help us understand what is aipanthi for those that don't know the shiva's wife parvati there's um, and also known as shakti there are, there are a lot of uh, names for for her annapurna durga kali mahakali there are very different names but all of these powers in into one form of which is called the urja the shakti guru arjan sahib says sev sakt upaya kino ujhara even guru nanak sahib uh, guru arjan sahib talks about this uh, that creator created the, the the two forms and then put it together and shakti is the the power the energy is is one of that and people who brought that into practice and where for example kundalini yoga is mm-hmm. is coming in from aipanti they follow the path of shakti it is the yoga which uh, you go to ramayan the vishvamitra who was uh, the guru who taught kundalini yoga to ramchandra and his brothers so kundalini yoga goes back to like 5000 bc that ramayan is an epic available so um and that is uh, although it was supposed to be a tradition by the shiv side shiva side tradition because shakti is associated with shiva but later on it got uh, kind of taken away from that by vaishnavas vaishnavas where like you will see uh, vaishnavas are vegetarian people they are um, they don't like going into like they don't even want to have garlic they will not even have onion mm-hmm. you know they they are very particular about the rules and uh, how they will do things well that's that's a separate thing there is two uh, different paths going parallel clashing colliding evolving but going back into those things is one is a shiv mat one is a vaishnava of mat but when guru saw corruption in both of them at that time aipanthi was ruling everything but there was so much corruption there was so much division in community there was so much poverty there was there was uh, unhumane stuff happening at the time of guru nanak sahib so he said no you know i will give a different sort of munda munda santosh mean that satisfaction inside when when you are uh, your thirst is quenched santosh 
munda santok sharam i will not let them go out in jungles they will work they will become kirti they will work hard with with their hands and they will raise not just their family but the communities the guru's ideology here is separating from ai panthi who's a leader at the time and making a new school is coming into formation whole sagal jamati and there every other shabad in siri guru granth sahib is related with this and what does whole that ideology what does sagal related with with sagal jamati is humanitarian that everybody is equal you know everybody is a treating everybody equal hukme andar sabko baba guru guru nanak says it's is the first rule is the hukm hukm rajai chalna if karta purukh makes us all if if god created all of us and and it is the cre- we are the creation of the creator and creator is in this creation that why do we become so judgmental hmm. and we create this horribleness and satguru educated people satguru guru nanak sahib educated people how to be one with the karta hmm. purukh and not to get tangled in these silly things the the corruption of religion didn't he challenge kaji hoye riswati vadi leke hak gawahi you know ulti baad khet ko khai when one who are those who are supposed to protect the communities they'll start abusing them then there is a problem and satguru says that's not good and he he created revolution he was the change and he brought a the old methods the the reality the original thing into a a new perspective the ancient traditions into the modern practices what guru nanak sahib did and it took gurus 239 years to create a amazing program for humanity which we have now siri guru granth sahib right. incredible science when it comes to your body i i will again say just here that uh, satguru says suniye dukh paap ka nas dukh is as a physical ailment problems and paap is the ailment of the mind is a mental health issues both will disappear if you will if you'll have these skills which guru nanak is giving you so for us to become yog for us to become capable for us to have a oneness what guru nanak sahib did he he trained us he took us out of becoming followers he turned us into seekers where other yoga or schools or corrupted methods um, i have no problem with with its original attentions what well, i'm saying how they were delivered what happened uh, this corruption um created segregation and guru was against corruption hmm and did any of the sikh gurus practice yoga because that's not something that's talked about um and i think there's a lot of uncertainty around that information so can you help us to clarify that well if you will read gurbani jisveer kaur at the same time i'm going to change my headphone also mm-hmm. um because i think uh, 
there is a, a limited power in these things. So um, I, I, just give me one second. Sure, no problem. Yeah. Okay. So um, if we look into like, you know, we rely a lot more on the sakis written by people and there is a viewpoint of, uh, of people. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me properly? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. Um, but uh, when we don't look into the source, the source is what? Siri Guru Granth Sahib? Yes. And in this source, I will I will answer your question. What Guru writes? Mm -hmm. There is a Shabad. Um, you can look into Sri Guru Krantam. Now we have even apps. Shabad is in Asa Savari. It's one of the last Shabad of Karstarma and Guru Guru Arjun Sahib's Shabad, where the very last last line he says, Rajan Jog Karha. Konanak log alogi risaki you know when uh, when you, we look into the very last shabad of sri guru granth sahib in after the mandavani the very last slok before ragmala tera kita jato nahi menu jog kitohi so what that yog is that jog is a different what how Guru Nanak Sahib made Pai Lena Jog and it became our Guru, Siri Guru Angad Sahib. Guru Nanak Ji were still physically amongst um, the people when Guru Angad Sahib was appointed as a Guru. That is the beauty. There is not, no Nath, no Guru in, in yogic system will leave his chair or seat and hand it over to the next in, in line. But Guru mm -hmm. Nanak Ji told us, it was about Guru Chela. It was, you know, uh, you come seek and become that light which you came to. So uh, Guru created that oneness. He didn't create it, okay, you are my six. You will just stay six for the rest of your life. I am the only Guru of you. Mm -hmm. So if we look into Gurbani, there are so many. But again, you know, uh, what British did again, they brought the borrowed vision. It was a Christian viewpoint and they only translated half of the thing. Like Ernest Trump, when I mentioned him, he, he uh, entered India in 1950s and started working on things, a multilingual, um, he was trying to, you know, see it from a religious angle and and decode this so that west can understand uh, but actually what he was trying to do was uh, create a an illusion create a a drift and and destroy this program and interrupt the education so um, and they managed to do that uh, later on after 1880s we started having this these we started hearing these new words like Sikhism before mm. it was Sikh and Guru, nothing else, right? And, and and then Sikhism started coming in, and it was there was a parallel power created, like yoga in the West now, you know, the yoga as it was practiced. It is a laughing stock if you start comparing both of they they are at all not compatible. They're not you can't relate to. So uh, 
same thing happened with between Sikh and uh, Sikhism. But you asked me a question: Did Guru practiced uh, yoga? Yes, Nanak's yoga, Sagal Jamati. Every Guru did. Guru will not be Guru if Guru was not a yoga. Right. You know, we we will not reach the sick and between guru. The only thing is happening is a joke. Guru is making us a joke, joke, capable. Right. So I think that a misconception, based on the information that you've shared with us now, uh, which is I guess unlearning that we need to be doing, is that yoga or yoga in the West that how we know it now is associated more with like physical movements um, and like training your body to particular capabilities. Um, and that's commonly, like if you say yoga, that word to anybody, they would relate to it and they'd think of a yoga studio and people doing different postures, asanas and mudras, Hana. Um, so asanas and mudras, right? Um, no, mudra. Is it mudra? Mm. <laughs> Can't even it's mudra, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jasir uh, Korji, I, I agree with you, what you're saying. Uh, but we, sometimes we just take one line and we create an issue. Like misconceptions comes from, there is a sum. Like my teacher used to tell me, half the truth, dear, is more dangerous than a full lie. Right. He used to say this and he, he used to ask me to repeat again and again. And I just very quickly want to share with you, sometimes we just pick one line. And, and in the comments, we will probably will sooner will have like people saying, Jogi Jogatana Jana and that's it, just one line. But they, this is what British did. You know, the other people, other yogic schools were trying to do manipulate. They didn't, they, they took it out of context. Guru was saying actually, Kadi Kud Bol Malkhai, that the Kazis who were spiritual leaders, they were lying to people. They, their, their thoughts were polluted. Brahman Nave Jiyakai, the Brahman who was supposed to be educated one, who was supposed to protect, educate people and give them a better life. It was actually destroying the lives. It was abuse. It was abusing those those people in humanity. Jogi Jogutanajanayand, one who were capable, were not using their capacity. Mm -hmm. And there was all everywhere. There was there was it was a nightmare. It was horrible. And Guru Nanak Dev Ji in last line, then he says, "Tine ujare ka band." When a yogi, a learned, a educated person is going bad, corrupted like this, or a Brahman educated, or a Kazi who is educated, when they they go sway away from their responsibility of course it's going to destroy everything but here you know uh, british wanted sex to be uh, weakened and therefore udasis nirmalas sahajtari sevapanti and nihangs these were five arms of the incredible sex set up by guru gobind singh ji again i repeat udasis Nirmalas, Sahajtari, Sevapanti, and Nihangs. Mm. And they separate, they, they created this hatred amongst 
these people that well udasis have nothing to do with the with the sikhi and uh, nirmalas have nothing to do with sikhi well nihangs are drug addicts oh well sevapanthis they are very separate thing they you know and we got divided and they carried on ruling so same thing they did with the gurbani they destroyed it was culturally not appropriate you know what they did they 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 learned half the things and they then started abusing it and we are suffering from it can you elaborate on that what do you mean by that because you mentioned about ernest trump and you mentioned about um the distortion of gurbani um what do you mean by that i mean one line like, like now people will bring you uh, who are against yog jog i have no idea why they like they are against what do they understand about jog what is jog but they will bring one line from sri guru granth sahib to attack right i mean like it is it's not even half the information if you can read the full shabad in a full context ernest trump did same thing he he tried to push guru's bani into punjabi and when he managed to do that he pushed it into punjabi he cultureified he brought it under a culture of punjab which hmm. was different from rajasthan which was different from maharashtra's culture which was different from the culture from the west so now he pushed a beautiful program into a culture punjabi culture and and then he started he separated words he separated line per line so um and and again you know if there was one line like for example i shared it with you uh, that guru sahib was saying that uh, or or these people will say jogi jugt na janand this is a shabad by guru nanak sahib in tanasri mm-hmm. and if we look into guru what guru says in in next paragraph they will never read guru guru says so jogi jo jugt pachane yogi is only who knows the technique that's what jogi is that's guru guru sahib is saying but these people will not bring that because the, the one very powerful thing in the school the nankian school the nanak ji school the sikh had was nirvair they they loved everybody they'll mm-hmm. give their head for muslims or hindus or poor whoever will come to them guru trained these people to to give yeah. everything they'll they'll open their heart and they will give their head hmm. that's a powerful community and if you can't control them they'll destroy you, you have they have to be controlled hmm. 110 years why you think the british stayed away from it they were understanding it all yes. 40 years mm-hmm. the the british empire had their people you know next student teaching two people were there what were they doing making notes what were they doing they were understanding it. right they were understanding when we have a right opportunity we will strike and this they struck that opportunity at the right time but mm-hmm. when they struck that opportunity they not, they didn't just capture a a beautiful humanitarian community they destroyed the hope for the future and and brought the destruction to humanity it's not the hindus of india or muslims of india suffered is a whole humanity suffered from a, such a amazing gift of guru nanak wow that's a 
a lot of information to take in. Um, and again, lots of questions to come back to you just to explain because many things that you've shared, I, I'm aware of because of my research and because I've studied with you as well. Um, but for, for people who are new in this space, they may not understand fully what you mean. Um, and you, to, to just clarify those points, you were talking about um, how when Ernest Trump came, the translation that was done of the Guru Granth Sahib was done in Punjabi. What language is the Guru Granth Sahib written in? Not in Punjabi. You know, it is what we call a Gurmukhi. What does Gurmukhi mean? The Guru from the mouth of the Guru, the sound current. It, you know, Guru, Guru knew Persian. Guru mm. knew Sanskrit, Guru knew Devanagari, Guru knew Pali, Guru knew uh, Braj, Guru knew Hindi, Guru knew other languages and dialects. Why didn't he use those? You know, I usually, I did share this with you. I would like to also uh, share with your viewers here that the word like Shabbakhar, this is ancient word from Islamic or uh, Shama or Shama, these words exist. Sham, Sham Sundar, it, this is a word. But Satguru, Guru Nanak Sahib, or Guru Arjan Sahib, or Guru Gobind Singh Maharaj will not use that word, he will say Sam. There must be a reason behind. It is Gurumukhi. And of course, in Punjabi, it may means Sham, but if it it is a Sham, in English, we may say, uh, is a, an evening so that means an evening is a right thing right uh, because we are from from england uh, guru used a language which was which was open for everybody not like sanskrit what happened just with yogis took sanskrit and they made it a sacred language only for the brahman and yogis there were times if you were learning sanskrit and you were not from brahman class you're and you heard one sloke accidentally, your your ears will be filled with melted glass or metal. What? Yes. So that was like they wanted to protect. Yeah. So so this is how horrible it was. Even now, just three four oh. weeks ago, in in the the middle India, one one teenage girl went to a well of the the high caste. Mm -hmm. And there was a little film available on the social media. She's getting beaten like she is uh, 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 not even an animal. We will have a much more mercy on animal. And, mm -hmm. you know, this still exists. And Guru Nanak's work was against these corruptions that your caste, mm -hmm. your practices, you know, this is insanity. When, yeah. when a wife is burnt with the dead body of the husband, where was a humanitarian uh, act? You know, Guru Nanak was the one who, who raised his voice. It was Guru Amar Das who made sure there was no sati. There was the, 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 it was not happening amongst the six. So we mm. must, I must clarify this, six were maybe not in a, a larger community in numbers, but they were very influential people. That Akbar, the emperor of India, will come and visit them at the Goindwal site. 
Emperor Akbar of India will come. And before he even meet the Guru, he will have to sit in the Pangat and have a langar. An emperor comes and see Guru Amar Das. So influence of community was amazing. And this influential, able, educated community made sure in their surrounding there was no sati happening. They're creating baulis that the even lower caste or you know high caste can come and take the wealth, this basic commodity for humanity, the water. Mm. So so there is no clash in the community. So what you know we have to see what gurus did. Our guru does not hate anybody, neither yogi, neither Hindu, neither Brahman. Only thing he hates, or this is strong word, only thing he wants us to change in our life by showing us that how he changed it in his life, that we must become an able, that no abuse have a place in our life. Hmm. So that was Sikhi. That's the yoga of Nanak Guru. And he made us capable. We were nobody, nobody. And then we had Sikh kingdom. We are the only, only community who ruled even Afghanistan. Hmm. So I'm, I'm not, I'm not here to give a power parade. What I'm saying, what Guru Nanak told was a threatening to the, the existing practices by the Jog, even the Aipanthis or, or Hat Yoga, like see, like this word Hat Yoga now is popular in West Hatha Yoga. Hmm. A stung comes out of, uh, you know, Hat Yoga. We are from, Guru, Guru's work is Nahad. Guru's work is communication. Guru does not want you to go through the hardship of, of leaving your family. Why are you gonna have a family if you're gonna leave? Like Guru says, whatever God made you, accept that, respect that, be who you are. What, you know, if you're born in a family and then they're your family and, and at that time you made you go married and then you had kids and now it's your responsibility, live in that responsibility. Not because you don't have a bread and you run away or, uh, you know, go under a tree, tie up your hair and sit there and call it that I am a sadhu, I'm going through this to have a nirvana. Guru Nanak doesn't believe in this. He says, Sagal Jamati. So he says, your jungle is your home. The, the art is that how you become nirlep, how do you become so pure and not influenced by these, you know, lows and highs of life? Uh, you know, Sahaj, how to create Sahaj, Jog, Biban, that is Guru's work. So when he created those communities, a beautiful, uh, remarkable teachers, uh, Udasis we had, we had uh, um, uh, Nirmalas who were uh, natural pets. Uh, we had Seva Pantis who will go if somebody's house is broken, if there is a problem in communities, they will go out and help them. We had Seva Pantis who will, whenever the, uh, the work is needed in communities from education to, to shifting things, they will go help them there. Mm -hmm. uh, pardon me, Sahaj study, Sahaj study like Baba Mardana. Hear me out, Jasirkor. It started with Baba Mardana, shadow of Guru Nanak Sahib, right? Baba Mardana. Ik Baba Akal Roop, Duja, yeah, Babi Mardana. Sahaj study started from there. 
sad story is that who is already in a balance and who is free to practice his namaz in the presence of guru nanak guru nanak is not father guru nanak is not here to convert you from your catholic beliefs or your uh, hindu beliefs or your islamic viewpoints no no guru is not interested in that guru nanak was interested in your smile are you happy you are a happy human and he wanted you to be healthy he believed if you are happy in the mind if your mental health is under your control physical spiritual health no problem but then then other schools came in and they started bringing one thing another thing another thing and created this illusion and brought this hatred you know when when the best way to rule somebody to create an kind of a doubt on things mm-hmm. so jog hmm, no you know read sid ghost i read sid ghost so many times sid ghost what guru nanak's view point is very clear where is he condemning he's saying he's condemning the practice of those who became cowards they were supposed to be the warriors they were supposed to be out there in the world helping people they became coward and they left and guru wanted them to go back that you know where does it come a problematic jog mm-hmm. like just we record do you go to gym no <laughs> well you I mean, yes ever ever okay have you ever been to gym yes i have but what is the reason behind going to gym um to look after your physical health why you want to do that because the body is a gift and as being a sick it's a responsibility to look after your physical well-being there is a word comes in sri guru granth sahib called saas giras living through the breath hmm. yeah if we go before guru nanak sahib it it, it the same word will call prana hmm. prana um and and the, when we learn about how to use this energy of air the breath and and make sure it helps us in a meditation the yam it became a niyam a rule a discipline to particularly use this and mm-hmm. six you know saskaras is it became a practice amongst us to breathe in particularly so that we are healthy people if you don't know guru angad sahib had a special kind of you can call it in modern uh, terminology gyms where the kasrat was introduced guru amardas writes about it the purpose of the ears and eyes and the tongue and the body he questions that i will say to my brothers and sisters and all those these seekers and practitioners out there if your head is hurting you're not going to be able to do your sadhana your nitnam and guru made sure your head was never hurting guru made sure you your body was not suffering and he took all of the nonsense and and uh, those practices which were manipulating you or corrupting you away and gave you an essence a beautiful beautiful practice through contemplation through the nod at the sound and made you capable he called you sick he made you 
Chela of Sabd Guru and the Twani of Sabd Guru. Hmm. I'm, I'm absorbing everything that you're saying. This is incredible. I want to ask that you're just talking about Gasrat. So how would you translate Gasrat into English? Um, Gasrat is where you make sure that uh, your body is working properly. Right, you know, so like physical you, you, workout. Even you going for a walk is a kasrat. Right, excellent. If, if yoga is forbidden for those, my Punjabi brothers and sisters have a phobia of a word yoga because comes this phobia comes from hatred. Um, hatred which was planted that we are not Hindus. We're not. Then who are we? Humans. Why we have to see ourselves Hindus or not Hindus or Muslim or not Muslim, why can't we see ourselves humans? Mm. Guru Sahib says, Manas ki jaat sabay, ek pehchan bo. But mm. we can't survive without surnames, right? right. We, we can't. And, mm -hmm. and this like, and, and we will attack, we'll attack with the, uh, whatever we have. And especially we'll attack the Gurus without studying Guru. Uh, research, Seeking is, is gone. Everybody wants to tell what they know and what they, they believe that this is the only right thing. Okay, so I think that's a really nice unlearning point for us as the wider Punjabi and Sikh community is that any of us that had aversions to an association with yoga because of the physical movements, we have to do our research and understand why we feel that way and the information that we're being fed, where does it source back to, right? Yes. Um, and that there is a place for physical strength because I, I understand this from having the the blessing and the pleasure of traveling with you around the world, Yogiji, when we're sitting on stages for two hours to do a performance or to do Girtan or to, do, to teach, right? In that space, there's a particular requirement of the body which is that you're not going to sit and lay down when there's an auditorium yes. of people staring at you, right? So your body needs to be strong enough and capable enough to hold itself in that space, which means that you have to go through some form of physical body training, just like you would for your voice or for your mind, for any of the skills that we have, like whatever our skills may be from art to music to um, researching, being writers, whatever we, whatever those skills are, there's a practice that requires us to get more proficient. And I think with our body, if we just step into a neutral space and step out of that aversion, that yoga phobia, right? Um, that maybe we understand that we in order to be Sant Sipahi warrior saints we have to have strong bodies that are capable to allow us to do the work that we need to do whether that's doing seva or looking after others would you agree with that of course and Guru Sahib says in in um, what you're saying Guru Sahib says galli jogna hoy it's mere words talking about it it's you know you jog is a different thing and and pointing toward the seekers that how and of course mm -hmm. of phobias and all of these are mere words mm. it's okay if you don't want to do kasrat it's fine i mean if you just want to live on a uh, high fatty food and this that and you're not you don't care about yourself how are you going to care about your community 
And if you're not going to care about yourself, you're not going to, it, it's irrelevant already. So one who is not careful about themselves, how one who is not, can't make him or herself healthy, how can we expect that it will contribute a healthiness to community? So I agree with you, yes. So there are some traditions of yoga that claim that there are practices that come from the gurus and they practiced these particular types of yoga. Is that true? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just want to, it is, you know, like for example, there are those, all those practices uh, before Guru Sahib uh, happened or um, they have a very particular names associated. Like for example, I said Aipanti and the all the practices uh, associated with including Kundalini Yoga was the practice of Aipantis. But Guru went, Guru, Guru changed a lot of things. The Guru's system, the yogic system was completely different. So his is uh, the Gurmat Yoga, Yoga, which was uh, about Sahaj and Vivek Buddha, that Yoga, Gurmat Yoga, has, it is not out there. The only thing Guru has been sh sharing with the world is a Gurmat Yoga and through the sound current. And whatever is out there is, is a very, you will be horrified when I start giving you answers how horrible that world is. Okay. Can you tell us what Gurmat Yoga is and how is that different to other types of yoga that exist? Okay, Yoga. There are different approaches. Yoga is where a guru makes you able. What guru does, it prepares you so that you can have an experience. Once you have an experience, then you will become a capable. Knowledge is mere knowledge. It's, it's just a word. It's not going to take you anywhere. Mm -hmm. So there were Ashtanga or, or Aipanti, the procedures, Asana and hardship and controlling, for example, in a very first uh, lesson by Guru Nanak Sahib. After the setting the Mula Mantra, mean the primary rules, he, he's, he's, he's setting a Bija Mantra saying, Ik Omkar, it's all about oneness. Then he's going, Satanam Karta Purukha Nirpa, Nirvera, Kalamurta, Ajunni, Sabhang, Gurprasad, and it creates two lines, the full stop. That is the, the core of what he's going to talk about it. Then he brought this word called Jap. This is a solid yogic ancient india is a yogic word jap mean contemplation says ad such jugad such happy such nanak hosi pi such that i'm going to talk to you about the ultimate reality then he defines i'm just going to talk about very first paragraph of nanak's jog he says chupa chup na ho vai or socha soch na ho vai o pukha pukha na utri then he questioned, he, then he raised the question, then how do I become like in yoga before our time of Guru Nanak who asked you to not to eat or, or you know, have these uh, fasts or go to holy places and do these rituals and be a money, don't speak for 
you know, years to come and you need to tame yourself like this. And Guru said, hey, come on, come on. If Guru gave you the tongue and the ear, why are you denying the gift? And, and then question is that the people are afraid, then how will they purify them? And then Guru Nanak's yoga comes, Gurmat yoga, hukam rajai chalana nanak likha nal, the nature, the discipline, natural discipline, he brings it forward. Then he talks about it in a japji, he makes sure that he's very clear. Mundasan talk to Aharana Matavedhatyar, you know, by the, just before the last parties, Guru Baba talks about it. Uh, about the Sachi Taksal, that where where you are purified and where you are made uh, a viable, a, a important piece, where from a coal you have been found as a jewel, um, you're, you're, you are made worth. And Guru does that. The other yoga, just here, like for example, Hat Yoga. Hat Yoga will require you to have, a, there is a word called Asana. Asana mean you have to be in a in a physical posture in a very strict way um, to to obtain that you you have to control it it's like discipline created by these schools which goes to very different extremes you know when i was a child we were learning about karate and in the books they will they will say bruce lee used to heat up the pebbles and he will then punch in them you know a lot of uh, our children burnt their hands doing those things like it was like <laughs> you know similar sort of thing uh it were, were it was happening in a community of yogis and mm. so guru danak sahib brought another he said look if you problem is not with your physical body Impurity is not in your physical body. Ailment does not come from physical body, it comes from the mind. Mm -hmm. If you know how to win the heart of mind. So he introduced a, a yoga, Gurmat Jog, mm -hmm. Sahaj Jog. He, he, the program is a Kirtan, is a wisdom, Turki Bani. He gave that for us to be enabled. So we can, we can build our psychological composition so we can thrive in life mm -hmm. so his program was so beautiful even a layman it was simple with nine to five working in the in the fields or more it was able to turn from nothing to a king and mm -hmm. a princess that beautiful program of nanak of course it was a threatening program to those who were pushing their students through hardship have you ever seen a Chinese movie that, you know, a teacher, how it breaks the very first, very first thing that the student's ego that comes from Hatjo. And Guru Nanak went from that to communication. He said, hey, there's an easier way to be there. I'm not saying that this way is wrong. He's not saying wrong or right. But he said, let me give you another option. So the Guru Nanak's joke is through communication. Guru Nanak's yoga is connection through experience. Like first thing comes hukam, then comes gaviye, then suniye, then manne and ama. Mm -hmm. Those are five key points. 
then he takes us end end of the japji to the khands that from gyan khand to saram you know taram khand karam khand to reach to the the such kind of the reality of life but yes. if we're not going to study nanak ji that way if we don't see the problem is we do japji in the showers we do japji while we're going to work in the car we think oh we have to do nitnam it's better to we, we don't even have a little bit focus to offer to to be in a sangha of nanak ji at the morning we don't have that time mm-hmm. and outcome will be like of course then we are in this systematical organized religion which nanak ji doesn't like the nanak ji is a different in a one way he breaks these shackles of religion religion i'm going to say in punjabi tutya hove te jodi da je sab kuch karta par ki hai je man jyot swarup maneya fir tutya ke de naal fir jodna ki so religion is a religion right it's a, it's a one is a broken is connecting it guru says you can't be broken you don't have that capacity all you have a little fog hey just remove that fog and that fog is at the front of the mind and guru's approach was so amazing you know and and there there was no restriction on diet color creed clothes cultures nothing he kept all of these things out and of course it became a problem for those who wanted to have numbers and followers right and i think that that's something that's relevant now for us as well as as a whole community hana um there's a lot of punjabi and sikh people who will be listening and watching who feel uncomfortable and to all of you to my brothers and sisters what i say is look at what makes you feel uncomfortable and then try to understand and make that connection about what work we need to do either to arm ourselves with knowledge and do more research that's outside of the box there's just a few of the comments that i was looking at as they were coming in and um there's this is a typical response that i've heard from a lot of punjabi sikh people that when you're talking yogi ji now about guru nanak's sikhi which was pre-colonization it has a completely different frame and purpose to what we are now used to and because we are we are only used to and only familiar with this institutionalized religion of sikhism it's hard for majority of people to make that connection and everything that you're talking about challenges everything that they have been taught about sikhism so how do we bridge that gap I mean it's okay I mean it's it's okay my teacher used to say to me if you want to fix the broken arm you have to break it again you mm-hmm. know if the connection is been made if if nothing is broken nothing can be fixed unless surrender saying you you admit that you have lost you will not find it so mm-hmm. but problem is very difficult just we core to to acknowledge that we are lost that right. we are we labeled ourselves six we inherited sikhi or we by force want to become six we we have turbans we wear the bana we are automatically makes us sikh because we've got kada it doesn't really matter we have hair or not we've got the kada we wear khanda in the neck therefore we already sikh everybody is so sensitive look it's okay i'm not a politician 
Mm. I'm not here to comfort you that way. My job is to share with you what I uh, learned from teachers very hard way. My words are just words. If you are, if you disagree with me, fine, it's okay. Then sit with Guru Nanak Sahib. If you disagree with Guru Nanak Sahib, that's fine too. But make sure you find one who agrees with you and you agree with that. So search, you must seek, do the research. Pai Lena Ji didn't make Guru Nanak a guru in a one day. You know, there was, there were, there were, there are so many Sakis because we don't, we don't look into those Sakis. It was Pai Shiha who actually was like a laborer uh, that Lena Ji followed before he became the disciple of Guru Nanak Sahib. You know? So it was not a, a, a one day thing that uh, Guru Angad Ji became our Guru. The search must go on, search must, you know, our question uh, to, to the Gurus must happen on kind of in any way one on one. It is, it is very, very important. But you can disagree with me. It's a fine, uh, but uh, if you agree with what Guru Sahib wrote, the Bani, um, it is we we must uh, look into the Bani and put our phobia aside. Phobia is created by the words. You know, the, our community having a phobia because of uh, Hindus overthrown the Buddhist out, and they're trying to do or they did try to do the similar things to Sikhs. And as a society, we being afraid of that was one thing. But as a Sikh, if we learned, like I remember, just we record that my, uh, the people used to come to my home to tell my grandmother, like, your grandson is hanging around with the wrong people. And he used to say, I know what I taught her, taught him. Mm. You know, what he, he learned, he's a Sikh of Guru. So I'm not concerned about it. And I think that faith, that, that trust of her, and we need to enable that trust within us. We are the sex of Sri Guru Granth Sahib. Hmm. So no tradition, no culture, no trend, no caste, no creed, no country can prison us. You know, Guru gave us a freedom, but Guru gave a freedom to the sex who seeked to have that, that free flight. So if you, if you want to do that, then look into into that freedom, not into the phobia. If you're going to go against the Guru, always we're going to lose the battle. Because Guru, 239 years of wisdom in Sri Guru Granth Sahib, come on, man, it's, it's not so easy and simple for us to read a couple of books and then label, well, we, you know, Sikhi is against Jog. Where does that written in Sri Guru Granth and, and, and what do we understand about Sikhi and mm. what have we seen in, in a joke so not appropriate. Yes, every practice have its ups and downs. Um, jogis misused things, religious kajis misused things, Brahmins misused things and Guru said Hakaparaya Nanaka Us sewer, us guy. So the bad thing is a bad thing. 
but when how will you know what is a bad thing if you're going to close yourself and have this phobia oh well jog no 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 we think you know just standing uh, having a headstand is a joke that's got nothing to do with it that is not joke that means you can't drive car you are jogi you are capable to go from one point to another much faster than a pedestrian can that makes makes you jogi that makes you capable to create that union between point a and b in a, a less of time that is your city so untrap yourself from the web of the words as baba ji says to us galli jognahoi the words are not the joke and of course there are uh, the problems those problems are um, been pushed into different areas like see how ayurveda has been pushed to side there were so many good things when our grandmother or nanni or daddi or mother gives us turmeric in in with the kyo and and in dod then it's okay otherwise ayurveda is a hindu thing come on oh red color no 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 that's a hindu thing so don't eat tomatoes green is a muslim association then let go all the green vegetables hey you know where we are going toward to what right who made us educationalists hmm. if your sunni is close if you are if you are like a brahman who have this much knowledge and using it for manipulation you want to become that brahman it's fine if you're going to become a radical like that kazi who sees no other human but some few then it's okay look i you will go into exactly right. same category that guru nanak ji put you we were few six were always a few just few mm. few hundreds but they were amazing they were the beacons of hope they were the lighthouse mm. uh, they were free people the phobia is not going to let you breathe a full lungs of air if you have a phobia from the lift you're going to get in you're going to start is you being afraid afraid of a word jog <laughs> then don't go for a walk and don't have a healthy food being conscious if that is anti gurmat then you know may i will say kartapurkh bless you with with what whoever given you that education you should find the person and ask these questions again right i i'm i'm very grateful for your your percept your perspective <laughs> that you're sharing i can't even speak now there's so much information that's coming into my brain um there's a i've got a ton more things that i want to ask you because i think that we've only just kind of hit the tip of the iceberg and um if i were to ask you what does the guru granth sahib what does sri guru granth sahib ji say about yoga about jog yog what would be the answer become capable if a guru is associating your uh, himself just read one shabd the last slok by guru arjan sahib tera kita jato nahi menno jog kitoi what does that mean you know, can you just, just, that, 
I think it's it's very important for the seekers. Look, we look for a quick, quick interpretation and answers. It is important for us to read the whole Shabbat in a context that the Guru Sahib wrote it. It's okay to read four, five, ten Shabbats before to find off, find out the context. Read Guru Nanak Sahib Zabani. He very, very first chapter, first lesson he gives you, Socha, Socha Na are we doing that? You know, we bathing, are we going to throwers and dipping and sipping and, you know, we are like all of the, these things, all the rituals have been brought back. Mm -hmm. You'll see these rings, you will see this numbers, astrology happening, you will see these uh, pujas, you you know, a kand part, you will see hundred sukhmanis part. What is happening? This is where Guru stopped you from. Guru says, mm -hmm like astrology, just astrology, for example, the, those corruptions, those people who used and, and misled the community, Guru went against them and Guru called them out. He says, one who's a jogi, a true, a real Sikh is seeked and learned. It, it doesn't, it go, doesn't go into that, doesn't, he doesn't care about it. But which day is a is the appropriate day? Is it shagan or is it bishagan? Is it sutak? Is it what is it? It's a bad day. It's going to is going to have a grahan. It's not a, a, a good opening, good timing. Tetvar na jogi jane, rot mah na It doesn't care about which mahina it is. They're like Punjabis, sex will say, oh. This is a song, we're not going to do an card in this, it's, it's Apshagan. Yeah. Guru Sahib says, Thitvarna jogi jane rotmahna koi ja karta sirithi ko saje. Jene badaya ya dunia. Who created this, only he knows. So don't try to become God. Hmm. You know, it is your power against karta purukha and that collision, it, it's an ego clash which is destroying this world and gurmati yoga makes us humble and makes us a human but these distortions are happening from every angle not just from one angle so i i see in in the western hemisphere like there's a lot of practitioners who you know they they teach astrology they do astro astrological readings they're they're wearing gemstones and they're doing all of this stuff and then on the Indian front, we've got the same thing. You've got parents going to see the Punjabi Sikh parents going to see pundits to get their kundalis written out to see if it's going to be a good match and when's a good day to do the wedding or something's going on in the family and they're going to see a peer or somebody to take away whatever curse has been put on them. And this is now very prominent. Like we're, we're back into that cycle. So how did we get here? If this is everything uh, that Guru Nanak took us away from, uh, the British, you know, what they when they pushed the culture and they made our actions go uh, appropriate, you know, and it pushed it. It, it, it tried to mingle to distort things. When we say jog, now we we started picking and choosing things like we are in a strawberry farm. farm. I will say, like it's a simple exercise this year. Tomorrow, if you go from 
one place to another place which you don't know how to get there or even you know how to get there put two navigations on you know put google maps on and put the apple maps on you will be so confused which one to follow you'll be annoyed and this is what's happening when you are following a different meter of astrology which does not exist in six if you are sick if you're talking about gurmat if you if you want to become the jogi of from from uh, the angle of guru nanak's eye then then hukum is the jewel the natural discipline is the key the golden key listening and and expression and and the face you develop through experience and when what you become after that that is the key point not that this jewel going to do this in in a different meters yes in different schools my teacher used to say to me he understood that art that ravan invented you know these planets and calculations and how it will uh, impact the human mood because we're 72% of water and influence of the changing of the moons and all of that ravan 5000 bc invented that art but that's a completely different science it's looking into different sector but what we are looking here uh, a connection a building a bridge between body mind soul and kartapurak creating oneness ek omkar if we are looking for that then we need to use you know you can't be in oxford and at the same time be in howards you're no. not going to achieve anything so you need to pick one path astrology then become really good you know i i personally don't believe in that i think nature evolves and nature keeps its own secret kataprok is much incredible than uh, the human mind can think uh, also uh, the, the puja when hindus will say uh, those yogis or those brahmans will say okay give me your cow even they knew you only thing you have in your life is your cow i'll do this puja you will have a child or you will have prosperity they started abusing people yeah and guru nanak stopped them mm-hmm. and if we will go back now instead of that puja we will go for akhand part we will go do 10 sukhmani sabs part or this mantra this that doesn't exist not in the the gurumat jog it doesn't oh, it shouldn't exist but it does exist and i speak from my own personal experience that i i understand that um all of these different techniques that we've talked about have a place in different traditions but we're talking about gurumat we're talking about sikhi the path of guru nanak right and in that path these things don't have a space right um we we need to just record it before yes it doesn't have a space but unless we separate the sikhi and sikhism we we right. will carry on so i think there's a lot more conversations that we have to have to kind of get into that sikhi and sikhism conversation but i think um from my own experience i have been um what do i say i don't want to say the victim of but i have been on the receiving end of our gurdwara systems operating in a similar i'm going to call it a business model as 
pundits would, where you have to pay them for particular services. And if you don't comply with those services and you don't, um, you don't adhere to that protocol, then basically they threaten you with pop that you're going to, you're going to uh, earn sin. You're going to go to hell. Right. And that, that, what do I say? Implanting that fear in religion is not something that correlates with Gurmat for me. Yet I've experienced it more than, much more than once, many, many times from Sikh Gurdwaras. So what do we do with that? Uh, just to record you, the one main thing, you know, when, when we're talking about Gurmat, mm -hmm. we're talking about the marg of the Sikh, the spiritual, uh, that, that oneness when it comes to soul and mind. Once the Sikhi is uh, lived by the seekers, there's no room for corruption. But what we're talking about is, is a social corruptions. It mm. is the manipulation of uh, powerful to the poor or to weaker. And Guru empowered us, right? The whole purpose of Sikhi was empowering the humanity. So there's no abuse from the Gurdwara or from the, the different religion or different society. Guru brought the balance mm. and he showed us how to bring the balance. If that's not good enough, I don't know what it is. Mm. Okay, thank you. <laughs> All right, so the next thing I want to ask you is how was yoga, yog, sorry, how was yog introduced to the West? Um, in when, when India got a bit of freedom, because it was forbidden by East India Company, they didn't want yoga to happen. You, to, what they try to sell and brag about it now, they have like multi-billion dollars of industry of yoga in the West. They didn't want this practice to happen. It was very much suppressed. And so those people who were a little bit, you know, somehow in touch with things, uh, sooner British left India, there was not much to do. There was a collision between Pakistan and India back to back india was going into uh, wars so in 60s when people started migrating outside of india some of those people also thought it is good to to just forget and move on and some thought to hell with it they looted us for for all the time i'm going to rip them apart and teach them nothing but take everything from them and they came with a vengeance and and that hatred and some who had some information they said oh it's gonna run my bread and butter i'm better off here than being in india so they started setting up things so in in 60s when the hippie movement was going on the drug and its influence and people didn't know everybody was lost they were looking for some connection some community some some way to connect them to something so this was a perfect opportunity uh, for these people so they came in the yoga came into the west i mean probably it was a here even before but it became a very popular uh, in in those days and there the fashion came in to have a guru yoga guru and the yoga became a, a fashion for the elite people. And this is how West got it. And those people 
set up their programs and wanted to have monopoly and they pushed their student out there to to create that pyramid program mm -hmm. um, one thing led to another and uh, now we have a situation in our hands and um, it seems like not many people are happy about this right do you think that the west is accurately representing what yog is in the east at all not mean at all not it's uh, uh, you know it's still the culture is there there is a superiority of you know uh, color you will see imbalanced um, not many colored people you will see in in, in a, a yogic system um, and plus it's a, it is a one sided of information half half the coin doesn't work have no worth so having little bit something and you know having a teacher training certificate and then pushing that um, yes of course anything and something will help people but joke is not about you know it, it that's not the sutra that the purpose of joke is giving you everything all all the power either you have it either you don't hmm. And why do you think that you just mentioned that there's not enough brown people who are in the Western space of yoga? Why is that? There's two reasons. Reason number one is they can't be bothered to, to bring this change. They don't want to educate. They don't want to go and hit their head against a brick wall that these people have already made their mind that this is what right is. This is, you know, we know what it is and don't come and tell us what is wrong or right. So who are the you people know? who think that? You know, I, 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 every single day now you're talking like a journalist. So <laughs> um, um, every day, 365 days of my year, I meet a lot of people who either have yoga centers or they practice some sort of yoga. And the insecurity is a sky high. It's a business model and they want to protect. They want to protect their center. They want to protect their community. There's nothing to do with the yoga. It's a very well-designed business model which will make you okay. And if you're a little bit exceptional and a good network, uh, rich, or if you are very good with your networking skills, uh, mega rich. So it is just a business. There is nothing joke in it. Hmm. Otherwise, otherwise, I will say basic thing. Otherwise, you will never call it mantra, or otherwise you will never pronounce a yoga. If you can't even pronounce the damn name of it, you know, if you can't, if you have a problem. If you even haven't learned the name and it's it's nod properly, if you can't even call it yoga or yoga, if you can't pronounce mantra, and you have to say mantra, if you didn't even learn the what tantra is all about, what is a yantra and how jantra or yantra, how to utilize that? Hey, we're talking about very basic key points. 
And if all of these four points, Jantra, Tantra, Mantra, and Yoga, if these four words can't be pronounced properly in a West, what sort of, uh, you know, if one cannot even pronounce the name, forget about the practice of yoga. Hmm. And the hideous thing is just here, nobody even want to learn. People just want to print some money or name and move on. You know, people not serious. People at all not serious. What I've seen uh, today, people were in a line which was couple of hundred meters along line, nobody has the masks. People don't care about them. And they're not gonna care about the community around. So this laziness, this, this uh, very selfish approach is destroying humanity. Hmm. How do you feel about people who don't have a sick background that wear turbans what is a sick and what is a turban the both of one person who want to call him or herself sick first must understand what sick is and and then why turban is important turban is not a piece of cloth on your head I have a purpose have a responsibility it is it is a very important thing and are you capable are you jog to hold the turban on your head you know part time six you're gonna have a weed and you're gonna you know uh, put yourself under the influence of alcohol you're gonna um, deny the gifts of the creator you'll go you know have a cut of hair for example you're gonna and then you want to tie the turban and you want to be called a yogi. It doesn't work like this. It's, a, it's very dangerous. You're not doing any favor to yourself because you didn't learn. So it is very important for one who want to be the sick. First, need to know why. Why and what they want to learn and mm. why they be, want to become capable. Then they will learn the importance of of the turban it doesn't just come to you it is not a fashion you have to give your head your ego your lust anger greed attachment everything you need to put it in the feet of your guru it is not easy i had to i had to earn it when i i went to learn from one teacher he let his dogs on me i was about 13 or 14 i came with a torn clothes and some some bites also by the dogs it was difficult you know nobody was throwing the information hmm. and nowadays we claim it says no 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 you prove it to us now on the internet give us give us the proof bring it to public I mean come on it took us years and years to to take a layer after layer and you want us you bully us and you claim that and you want to uh, be abusive and say no 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 you prove it to us nobody's going to prove nothing hmm. if you are not seeking then you're not gonna get anything if you're seeking everything is yours because nothing is a hidden 
Kartabruk doesn't hide anything from anybody. Everything, all the secrets of life, they are in Sri Guru Granth Sahib. If you really want to be yogi, if you mm -hmm. really want to be capable, if you really want to meet the teacher, the master inside you, if you want to have 100 million percent of life, perfect one, everything is in Sri Guru Granth Sahib. But you need to learn how to learn. Hmm. To learn how to learn. I think that's an important, important one. Right? You have to have the right attitude. And I think that now there's a lot of entitlement when it comes to all learning spaces, whether it's yoga or Sikhi spaces, where it's now more transactional learning. You know, like um, I pay you, therefore I can now demand from you any information that I wish because that's the consumer mentality. And I think that that's a huge problem in the West. Um, in the East, we're taught differently that you have to win your teacher's heart. You have to win the trust. And Tell if, me about the, it. if the teacher deems you worthy, right, then, then you'll receive that information. And I know that from a lot of the stories that you've shared with us and a, a lot of the other students as to how you had to earn this. And how do you feel in a classroom when somebody who's sitting there sits there with that entitlement in that transactional mentality demanding information from you? How does that make you feel? It doesn't get anything. I mean, honestly, like I was trained by a very tough teacher and my master, the master of my soul, Guru Nanak Ji, he taught me one thing. He says, Joto prem ka chao, challenging your ego. He said, you know, either you're fully in or you're not going to get anything. No less than nothing. So I, I say to all of my students, just here, I said the same thing to you. Teacher is like a well. If you want information from me, you're going to have to lean forward a little bit and make an effort that you can take it. You know, there is, you can't say, there you go, a thousand dollar. I paid the fee. Hey, well, now bring the water into my mouth. It doesn't happen like this. It doesn't. You know, we cannot, we, 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 we can carry on fooling ourselves, but the world out there, you know, when, when it comes to the joke, if you're looking for Vidya, if you're looking for a bliss in life, I will humbly make a request. Learn how to learn. It is very, very, very important. Howard have mm -hmm. a very different protocol than Oxford or Cambridge. Hmm. Yeah, every university, every school have their different protocols. Right. It is important you go and learn from teacher first that you know what we what i say people come and i meet those people too and they want me to understand them to teach them the way they are it like i i sometimes say this to them and they think like first i have to study you and understand you and in this way if i'm working with 3000 people hey you know can you imagine i will i will not be teaching anything so <laughs> isn't it easy that you understand that this is on and this is not on with my teacher so that you know you you are in a speedy process so right. when we you know when we abuse a culture 
Mm. You know, privilege, privilege with mm. the money, with the caste, with the name, with the color and the race and religion, privilege. We we think no, yeah. no, 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 no. You know. Mm -hmm. um, then of course, you know, at the end, we will end up losing. If you don't want to become a loser, mm. if you don't want to end up uh, uh, your destination being disaster, only one way you can become master, only one way, you know, go in natural way. Don't try mm. to force things. Right. And I guess just for, for the sake of all the viewers, something that I'd like to share is that the process of unlearning here is how we operate in other spaces. Like if we entered an academic institution, right? If we went into a university, we wouldn't have the same attitude of entitlement. We would go there, be in that space, and we would do the work to get the grades. Now, if we look at our spiritual development and education with that same attitude of learning, we would get so much further because we would be able to implement critical thinking. We would be engaged. We would be more actively researching and educating ourselves, right? That's going to enhance the journey from knowledge to experience. And I think that that is the most valuable thing that we can take away from this at the moment is that let's retune, let's readjust how we learn so that we can actually understand what it means to be a Sikh, to be a learner, a seeker, a student, right? Because that's the goal is how do we develop? And I think it's important for us to understand the difference between a teacher and a guru. So for me, for me, you are my Vidya guru. You are not my guru that I bow my head to, that is Guru Granth Sahib for me, right? So that is my spiritual guru. You are my Vidya guru that is helping me to make that connection and to develop and excel myself. See, so word, guru is still a word, right? Which mm -hmm. takes you out of uh, darkness and navigates you, prepares you for mm -hmm. you to have an experience. So guru is not the ultimate word. Guru uh, teacher, it was called Guru, Nats were called, you know, they were called Nats, like Baba Guru in, in one of the Shabad, he says, Jog Jugat, Gyan Pugat, Surt Sabd Tat Bitte, Jap Tap Akhandali, Pot Pot Mil Jot, Nanak Kachu, Dukhna Dandali. But how do you learn this? How do you, how do you, or how do you live this jugat uh, that that you are capable and you have this technique? You need to go to guru. And guru bin kor andhar guru bin samajnave. Baba Guru says this. So the word has to be like again. The we must come out of the phobia that we call Sri Guru Nanak Sahib Ji our guru. That context is a very different. Your Vidya Guru. Mm -hmm. Then there is a, a Satguru, like Guru Nanak Sahib. Then there's a Vaheguru too, Kartapruk. Mm -hmm. So uh, the, everybody have a different level. And a teacher, the guide, the guru can be mother or even your younger sister or even your own child. You know, whoever guides you out of an illusion or darkness. And when you're not lost anymore, we should appreciate it. And 
come out of the phobia, like yoga and Sikhi have no relation mm -hmm. the, the these gurus, you know, they, it's just like yoga, yoga phobia, or I will say yoga phobia mm -hmm. and the same thing, the word sensitive. I, I use this word, people are getting word sensitive and mm. that is insane. I mean, mm. we are listening is crumbling and that means our life is gonna fall apart. And we are so sensitive, gone sensitive. We freak out with some words. Hmm. That I agree with. I think that there's a hypersensitivity, which comes from um, most of the time a lack of education. And if we just learnt and researched a little bit more, we'd be able to feel more comfortable in our own standpoint. And I think have better conversations as well, right? So could you summarize for us, what is yoga from the sick lens and what is not yoga? Anything which holds you back, anything which does not let you grow the wings of freedom, anything which puts you into just a fake of rituals and anything which does not enables you fully is not yoga and yoga in sikhi is the freedom the yoga in sikhi is a oneness becoming ikonkar becoming you know satgurki bani sat sarup hai gurbani bani and how to become gurbani that learning that seeking that follower is not a yogi, seeker is, and we must differentiate between them. Both are the habits of, of a human nature, but one must understand that there is a purpose. This is my question. This is why I have this quest. And only then will become enabled. As Guru Nanak Sahib says, it is very important for us to know that what we want. If you have a dream, just because you, you want to become lawyer, then only you're gonna become a lawyer not a doctor because first you have to to contemplate and configure your question only then quest can happen only then seeking or sikhi can happen if we are not interested in the vichar of guru nanak sahib we're not going to become sikhi so i go to very first toka used for a sikhi sikhya guru vichar hmm. um, we're going to only uh, attain that guru's wisdom if we are looking something uh, if we have our question very clear but if you're not lost then there's nothing to be found if you already know your answers you don't even need your guru mm -hmm. then then you are a guru yourself and i'm fine by it if you want to stay whatever you are look i am not saying this to correct you in any way or say that you are wrong but i'm saying have a mercy on the others stop imposing our ideology let's let it let the truth pervades itself it, it will like it or not it will pervade it it can't be suppressed it is a momentarily uh, a victory what we think sometime that we suppress something it it won't be especially when it comes to the vidya the knowledge the wisdom of the guru it will pervade itself mm. Is Pangra yoga, beer yoga, 
goat yoga and all of these other new types of yogas like business yoga i don't know what you're else. joking right you're really joking yeah, you like you please like that that's like a a, a swearing you know <laughs> that that is very abusive and uh, i mean like if i wasn't laughing i'd be crying it's it's actually painful to to see painful. distortions yeah. right yeah so this, this this is abuse and this is where guru nanak sahib stood up against this nonsense i say again if you are either you are sensible if you either you are able to use your senses that you are sensible either it's a nonsense so you choose that goat yoga and you know weed come on like where is the union and a connection if you're going to walk into cuckoo land and and you know don't even know where one hand to another is if you want to just uh, create a diversion and illusion it's fine your life your choice hmm. your responsibility but don't label it sacred nanak right. used this name and i will say especially to those seekers you know who's be who, who's been blessed by this you know help our brothers and sisters to uh, be a little bit sensitive and this is uh, this is very abusive this is oppression yeah misusing I, uh, you know somebody's uh, right somebody's gift this is a different level of appropriation um and i personally feel it's completely inappropriate um because things are being manipulated for the sake of business and commercialization and gimmickry and yoga is a practice that comes from the east that is used um with consciousness right by different traditions in different ways but in all of them yoga is sacred so it's only fair that that sanctity comes across into the western hemisphere as well in order to accurately have a good representation of what yoga could be right i think it's still really really diluted in the west like so diluted um the time is flying by yogi ji i'm really sorry bro i'm going to ask you a couple more questions i hope that's okay with you yes yes okay um <clears throat> the two most important things i guess i want to ask you is that there are as we said different practices of yoga that exist um a lot of stories have been given to people and without historic relevance it's difficult to know which ones are true and which ones are not um baba sirichand who was the son of guru nanak is now um almost worshiped and revered in some spaces of yoga um to be a great master of that and competing with the teachings of guru nanak can you give us some some context on this and some clarification ba baba sirichand ji was the son of guru nanak sahib that was it so was datu ji and dasu ji mm -hmm. but we are talking about sikhi and gurmat and then after guru nanak sahib what is the relevance to the seekers of this marg this path this panth is guru angad sahib guru nanak sahib 
while living, um, he gave this this command to Guru Angad Sahib, Pai Lenaji, to to be the guru. Now that doesn't mean that he disowned his children or whatever he, they were they were doing an incredible job. But the, how history puts them is. Uh, not very nice. He was given assignments to to go help and build, bring these people who are um, amazing people and have these gifts and you know build this bridge for them to come back to the world and help them. I remember uh, Guru Hargobind Sahib Ji's one of the Sakhi, the Baba Siri Chandji asked Guru Hargobind Sahib to to have some aid to have some help from his his uh, his house to to support baba siri chand's work and guru sahib appointed baba gurditta ji um, to to help baba siri chand and saki says nobody seen baba siri chand after that and baba gurditta ji whose son is our guru seventh guru guru har rai sahib hmm. so gurmat never seen these gursiks these amazing personalities separate there is no need for, for us to create a separate uh, sects you know udasis uh, guru sahib did udasis it's not the udasi tradition started by baba sirichand udasi is that the journey guru nanak sahib made those those are making us able and capable with those journeys within us those who will educate us with the santhya and the nad and the kirtan and the programming of it who will make us a true yogis you know a true yogi who will learn and respect the practice and udasis used to make us that but somehow again british wanted to do things and they did things very amazingly they will take by balaji out or they will create baba siri chan uh, no less than a parallel to guru angad sahib but if you look into pai gurdasi there is no collision between baba siri chan and uh, the the guru's house he comes and visit guru ramdasi he comes visit guru hargobin sahib ji he's been uh, given a lot of help from the house uh, as he makes guru baba gurditta ji a, a chief of uh, uh, this mission that he will help those people to come back into society baba gurditta ji's son guru harrai sahib became the seventh guru so baba sri chand is not separate he never practiced anything out of gurmat and it's all made of stuff you know um, the jog of gurmat the sahaj jog but it is not just a personal achievement which was respected in the eyes of guru nanak sahib he wanted more and he got that from pai lena ji who became guru angad sahib basically we respect baba sri chand ji because baba sri chand ji is the son of guru nanak sahib in in gurmat he's like every other gursik like pai gurdas ji baba deep singh ji all of these baba maridas ji shahid bhai satidas ji all of these gursiks incredible personalities same as baba sri chand but baba sri chand is not a separate how has been shown a a parallel religion created 
uh, against the house or, or in a parallel to the sick program, that is a very colonial uh, labeling and distorted history of the sex. So if people are painting, um, and I don't mean like an actual picture, but I just mean if they're depicting Baba Sirichan to be parallel to Guru Nanak, you think that that's correct representation? This is what British were trying to do to control us. If those people are trying to do the exactly same thing, they're, they're doing exactly the same thing. They, they, they have something. They want to still maneuver this community uh, out of the co context and, and creating illusions. These illusions will create divisions. So hmm. the same thing is happening. So it's a manipulation. So That's all me, what it is. My, my perspective on this is using Gurbani as reference, that there's no Bani, there's no Shabads that are written by Baba Sirichand, right? Indeed. Therefore, that that automatically like drops him down a level. He can't be at the same level as Guru Nanak for me because I'm following the teachings of Guru Granth Sahib. And if that's but what... Same time, yeah, same time, just because Guru Harbin Sahib Maharaj, Guru Har Rai Sahib Maharaj, Guru Har Krishna Sahib Maharaj didn't write any Bani either. But remember this Jyot, this, this handing over the baton from one hand to another by the Gurus, it was... It is a guru who's endorsing who is next in command. And Guru right. Nanak Sahib did not endorse Baba Sri Chandji in that way. So Baba Sri Chandji is important as the child of Guru Nanak Sahib. Yes, we respect that. And and nothing against Baba Sri Chandji. But I, I never came across in the practices in the yogic system. I spent a lot of time with Odasis and Niramalas that it was ever going against, ever going against the the house of Guru Nanak Sahib. It was never anti or parallel or, or separate power. It was all bringing Gurmat forward. So what about now when there are being separate streams created that follow in, in the lineage apparently of Baba Siddhi Chand? That's British, did it? And, and, uh, they, and they might and have still... planted the seeds. So I understand they may have planted the seeds, but we're perpetuating that tradition as well. So what do we need to do to correct that? I think, you know, it, it was like I wasn't born with this. I had to look into it, educate ourselves. And before, you know, like with with closed eyes, uh, learn properly, learn, learn to see. As I said, if you know what you want, you'll find it. Hmm. If it is, uh, you know, I, I, I can I can see we are gone way uh, above the given time. Don't look at so, the time. Uh, Don't look at the, time. <laughs> yeah. uh, the problem to see is, is a very big problem is that the Baba Guru Nanak Sahib says, Manne ki gat kahi na jai, jeko kahe pichai pachtai. But we took manne as a literary word. Hmm. But manne comes as a an experience. Manne is not just belief or trust, but we trust that this book have written this or this person said this and this person is right. This person is the master. This person is the, you know, uh, everything this person says. And that blind faith is always 
a problem hmm. once you know that you know mm-hmm. then there is nothing to know then they send but mm-hmm. if you want to know more as nanakji says come hmm. let's walk walk the walk let's let's not just hear me mm-hmm. what i'm saying let's experience let yep. me show you what actually the real health is what mm-hmm. mental health is what spiritual attainment is all about let me show you and experience that so you know in in this practice of yoga context and reference is is mm-hmm. important in the practice of yoga if you take guru nanak out of context like ernest trump is trying to do and baba sirichand as a british is trying to you know paint him a, a separate personality mm-hmm. and if you believe that and don't go beyond you know where it comes from what the source says and you're not interested hmm. you know you just you are in there for your 2p of gain that okay i want to send a curse to this person so i will do this or i want to you know get a a a wealth so i will chant this mantra oh well i've been having a, um heart issues so i will do this mantra or the the there's a dispute in family i'll do this mantra or do this pani then that that means we never even went into sangat of guru what is guru guru is trying to teach us bring us out of illusions we have taken guru granth sahib guru's bani sikh gurus out of the the context and you know a reference of important uh that what was what was important in in which which angle what was the purpose and therefore there is not a practice of seeking this is mere following and will lead you in a no leadership no leadership follower is a follower forever you right. need to be seeker from becoming lena to guru angad sahib choice is yours it's a fine by me that's beautiful that you need to be a seeker to learn right and i think to take the first step we have to step out of our ego everything that we think we might know isn't a full stop we have to go beyond that we have to go back to the roots of our gurus pre colonization to actually understand who we are and who we're meant to be if we want to have the title sick if we want to have that label and say that this is what we belong to we have to be willing to do the work step out of our entitlement and actually do the uncomfortable work the things that make us feel that okay this is challenging this goes against my values or you know i don't know if i agree with this that's all the good stuff that's what you want to be feeling so that's what we all need to be doing um yogi ji the most i guess important part of everything that i want to know from you is um it's actually a couple of things i think this is going to go on for a long time i'm going to try to be as quick as i can um so what is nad yog and is it written in gurbani yes gurumukhi from the sound from the guru guru so mouth as it was pronounced if guru if guru was happy then how did he say that you know he writes everything 
uh, I used this book again and again. Um, when Guru Baba writes, Sabd Guru Surt Tun Chela. That is all about Nadio. Gurmukh Nadang, Gurmukh Vedang. You know, all of these Shabad about the, the Guru's mouth, the, the sound current, the Nad, the Tony, the wisdom Guru is speaking about and how, what he's saying. Why? That is when we become capable to communicate with the Guru, with ourselves, with our soul, when we are able to listen to ourselves and then compose in appropriation what we need in a context, hmm. in the Guru's guidance. That is what Nathyog is. And it is written, of course, from the Ang uh, ninth after the Japji, even in Japji, Guru started teaching with the Gaviye and Suniye, Gurmukhanadan, Gurmukhavedan, all of these things. Guru is pointing toward only one thing is Nad, and then so, he comes. So, he, what is Nad? Many times. Interrupt you. I'm so sorry. What is Nad? What is the definition of it? Nad is the sound which we feel through. Either we, we say, express it, or we hear it. When our emotions are given a sound, that is called Nad, hmm. right? So even I clap, it is a sound, right? If I clap, it is there is a sound. But what if I clap with anger? Or what if I clap with uh, love? There's a two different sound to be able to listen and to be able to produce that, that is a joke. You are able, you can unite your emotions and the expression of it. Hmm. You know, that's what Kirtan is, Kirtan. That's why Guru on the title writes Rag. You know, it is, it is uh, very important for us to understand complete. Guru never wrote it, who do whatever you, you do. You are uh, American, you are, British, so you probably will not have access to this. It will be difficult for you. So you do whatever. It's not written like that. Guru said, if you want to do it, if you want to have a distinction in your life, in this opportunity, this is the code. So he writes it on top, like Asa. That is a nod. The Gurmukhi, as, as Guru experienced that sound, between Guru and Kartapurukh, he's sharing that with us and we cannot alter that. That is a mantra, that is a solution. The rag is the tantra, the technique to experience that solution. That your voice, your ear is a yantra, is a tool, your body, your life, your psyche is the tool use and become capable yoga. As a Sikh, you're learning that how to be one with the one hmm. that's a very very that's beautiful true. definition nod is is a sound that's it and nod is 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 used for us to listen to anhad because hmm. it is anhad which gives a birth to emotions it is emotion which gives a birth to feelings it is a feeling which we feel through the sound and we call it nod and from nod we create the moods that what is our mind experience so we can enter the spiritual realm and we can create that union. You call the yoga as a union. I will say, okay, a union. 
between mm-hmm. body, mind, soul, and karta prak, so that ik onkar can mm. happen, oneness can happen. What were the techniques that Guru Nanak gave to us to experience that yoga? The first technique was uh, being real, reality, satnam, true to yourself. Don't be fake. If you are fake, you're not going to make it. Guru says natural discipline, natural discipline. Difference between Hatha Yoga, difference between Patanjali's uh, system, difference between Aipanti um, or the Nats and, and the Jogis before Guru Nanak was that they, they were in discipline. You know, they wanted some things to happen in a particular manner and time, which is fine. But Nanakji says, what about nature's discipline? What about natural discipline? Why why do you have to endorse these things? Why don't they come from within? That means you haven't fallen in love with life, in with the reality that you still have to have a reminder that you need to be in a meditation. So you must tie up your hair to to the, the branch of a tree so you don't fall asleep. What sort of love is that? That's not love. That's a nonsense. You are performing under fear. So Nanakji says, let me make you fall in love. Let me show you what is a health, the true health. What is a true wealth? Let me, let me bring you out of poverty. Being poor means nothing. That doesn't make you jogi, you know, leaving, skipping meals. You know, my teacher say, used to say to me, hey, Surinder Singh, if you don't know how to digest the food, get out of my class. Because what did you learn? You're not even capable. I've been trying to make you capable. So like taking a fast because I need a cleansing. Cleansing from what? You need to cleanse your thoughts, Nanakji says. That's where real ailment is from. And he says, let me share that with you. And his joke is... This is where he's a different from the physical discipline, the man-made discipline. He goes toward nature's discipline. Therefore, you will see sex with uncut hair. Hmm. This is how we are made. This is who we are. And it's okay. We accept. Why am I going to fight with nature? If nature have given me beard, mm-hmm. it didn't give me beard on nails or, or there's no hair on my teeth. There is a purpose behind it. So why do I go against the purpose of a creator, and then I want to find the creator. Right. And I say, oh, let me find the ganja to put my my focus there. There's <clears throat> no joke. This is all illusion. Right. Um, you're talking about rag, and I want to like tie a few things together. You talked about Ernest Trump and the translation of Guru Granth Sahib. So if this is new information for people who are listening and watching, please go and research these names. Find out what we're talking about if you haven't got the full picture. I'm going to try to give you a little bit of a brief um, that there was somebody by the name of Ernest Trump who was hired by the British to translate the Guru Granth Sahib into English. And um, what he did was translate from Punjabi into English. And in our conversation earlier, if you were listening, you'll know that the whole of the Guru Granth Sahib is written in Gurmukhi, which is not a language, it's a script. So it's a combination of different languages. 
and it creates a sound current, which is what we're just learning now. It creates nad, and gurmukhi literally means from the mouth of the guru. So to have that experience and connection with Gurbani, there were techniques that the gurus put in place in the Guru Granth Sahib. And one important technique, actually, there's several, but um, one important one that Yogiji mentioned earlier was the separation of the words. So originally, how the script was written is that between words, there were no spaces. So imagine reading a book without any spaces. All of the words are together. You have to figure out where to break the word, where to pause, where the comma is, and what the meaning of the word is. And if you break and, it out of the wrong place, then it means something else, right? And you need to have an amazing focus, and that's the whole purpose. Yes. See, putting the words together, he could have put it separate. When he was writing, he could have separated. He put it together because he wanted your focus to be an amazing one. So, you know, rag, for, as you, you use this word this week, rag is an emotional grammar to the shabd. Mm. Rag makes Guru's shabd mantra a solution. So we cannot separate the title and have this, you know, rest of it. Because if it is Turki Bani, if it came from the Kartapurukh, then it came together. Mm. It came as it is, leaving one. Sihari, Bihari, Ankar, Kanna, Dilankar, word or sound separate and rag separate, car separate. If we if we don't want to learn, people say, oh, well, I don't know about the rags and this, that. Then go learn. It's <laughs> yeah. important, right? <laughs> That's the simple answer. Yeah. You, if you don't know, go. You know, learn. Yeah. Pe people say, you know, they know about that. They say, oh, all you need is love, hmm. you know? But I, I read, I was at the airport and somebody was wearing the t-shirt and on the t-shirt it was written, the love doesn't pay your bills. And I said, exactly, that's very right. The only love is not enough. Hmm. You know, we we created this word love, such a scapegoat. And it is, we put it out of context and hmm. we created a, such a horrible thing out of it, love. Love, love is a sacred thing. Love is not easy. And Nanakaji, it took Guru Sahib 239 years to teach us how to be in love. Hmm. And we, we just say love is a fine. I don't want to learn from Nanakaji. Whatever he wrote is a fine. Okay. Uh, you know, um, I met somebody in India. He's, he came to me and he said, you are talking about Nanakaji's Rabab. Is that what you're talking about is important or the Rabab plays within? I, I didn't even understand what he's trying to say. What was the reason Guru Nanakaji created Rabab? For us, right? Mm. For us, so that we can write our destiny. He was in anyway. He was the chosen, selected. He was done. He only went through all of this for us. He became Guru to teach, give us the light, navigate mm. our life. He gave us a rabab, was a jantra, yantra, a tool, a pen for us to write our story, our mm -hmm. script. And then he gave a rag, emotional punctuation, so that we can experience, experience, not just to hear and learn and understand the meaning, but experience what he is talking about this in this shabd. Mm. But we want to convert the Shabd into Punjabi 
and then we don't understand, then we want to put it into a translation of mistranslated, manipulated, a very churchified, you know, sins. Oh Lord, oh this, and of creating that fear where Guru is freeing you from the fear. But the whole concept under the tutelage of Sikhism, the colonial system had created a phobia. If you want to free humanity, if you if if your purpose of these interviews just here is to share the smile amongst the humans, then free free yoga from you know you have to take a colonial pin out of it. Right. We need to move away from cultural appropriation into a culture appreciation. Mm. You know. But that's a hard thing, you know, that need, needs hard work, that needs love and understanding, which we are not willing to give. Hmm. And then outcome is like, we, you, you and me spoken nearly two and a half hours, <laughs> and we can carry on for two and three days, and still we're not going to get anywhere. But will this change? Again, I say Guru Shabad again, Gali. It's a time to put the words aside. Hmm. It's a time for us to walk the walk. Gotcha. Look, don't make Baba Siri Chand the scapegoat. Don't make your turban is ID card. Your life, what matters in the eyes of Nanak Ji. If Nanak Ji fails you, it doesn't really matter. I give you a distinction or Jasveer gives you gold medal. What difference does that make? If Nanakaji failed you. So you need to set your goal. Who who is your hero? Who are you trying to convince? Nanakaji? Hmm. Rabji, the the Kalprok. If you uh, trying to impress your soul and mind, then you need to become Jog. Hmm. You need to become capable and make sure you're on the right path under the right instructions of the Guru. The mu you must study every single thing. Guru hmm. Mukhi. The way it came from Kartapuruk to Nanakji, from Nanakji to us. Hmm. So it is important for you to understand what and why Rabab, what is Asa and why is Asa and how does it help me in my life? What's in it for me? Right. Make it relevant to yourself. And hmm. therefore, Jaswirji, you need to love yourself, right? right? You need to do hard work and hard work. You need to have an understanding, hey, uh, I don't know everything. Mm -hmm. There is more for me to grow. Just that much will free us. Hmm. Free us from hatred and fears. Right. You know, mm -hmm. if, if, you know, hukme under sabko, if everything is a hukum, if Guru created everything, Hindus created by whom? Guru. And Muslim created by, and, and if, mm. If you're going to hate, try to hate Peer Buddha Shah, Ghani Khan, Nabi Khan. Try to hate Baba Mardana Ji, Sai Mia Mir. You know, try to hate Moti Mera and other six. You won't be able to. So take the veil of illusion down. Right. And, and appreciate this culture of love created by Sikh Gurus. You know? For a moment, forget you are white or you are brown or you are black.
for a moment forget you're rich or poor for a moment you forget who you are just for a moment try to become a human for a moment just let go that what you know for a moment just just focus into one thing that there is more for me to gain if your heart is hurting if you still suffering from migraine if there is a still a little belly popping out if you still don't feel fit if you still feel worried and stressed there is more to do and nanak can free you from this i'm here to share of course this is why we're trying to do this this is sangat we're born to share as the seer said earlier i do believe because this is how my teacher told me whatever is not shared is lost but why do we have to create an empire on this i didn't build this it's a nanakjis it belongs to guru nanakji so i cannot change it so i will say a teacher's training program as taught by guru nanak sahib this is about gurmat yog this is about nad and we becoming capable to not just listen to nanakji's sound but match our with it and express that what we are feeling and and sing along with guru nanak sahib guru arjan sahib guru gobind singh maharaj that bani and and become that what what guru were trying to like when jasveer came to me to learn i wanted her to become really good you think what guru nanak ji wants you to be a second class citizen no he wants you to be the best of the best just look from that angle is not talking about lord is talking about you talking about your mind throughout from very first to very last word he wrote in sri guru granth sahib is talking about you is talking about us humans living our life to the max don't you want to do this you know how to have physical life free from an ailment i learned that it was not easy it's not so simple i'm not saying it's going to be just just click off the fingers it is it requires a hard work but the most difficult thing is cultural appreciation i was born in punjab and i respect the culture but when i came to england i respect the culture here but i try, don't try to impose my culture on the culture of england i don't that that will be insulting the values and feelings and we keep cultures away away and we need to create more more tolerance amongst us for us to learn we need to become a little bit like going to the well and taking that nectar out a life in the bucket for us when we need to lean forward we need to bend ourselves only then we can take something out and we need to do the exactly same thing i will say again if you already know then i rest my case because there's nothing else to be known but if you have a little bit more hey we as brothers and sisters as a human beings as a family because manas ki jaat sabbe ek pehchan bo forget you're white forget you have privilege forget about you, what you know and you don't 
come out of your comfort zone. It is easy and simple, but the most difficult thing has to be done by you, that cultural appreciation. If we let Indians to be Indians, and we don't try to become one, because we can't be. If God have sent us in America, then it's okay to be American. Be, be okay with that. Um, but yoga, becoming yoga American, becoming capable humans, becoming capable British, becoming capable human beings and responsible citizens of planet Earth, that is important. That is very important. And that's the only thing I want to say. Uh, it is important for us to do this sort of hard work. I mm. hope you agree, Jasir. I definitely agree. Um, I need to ask you something else. I know that it's really late. <laughs> yeah. This is this is like um, yeah, look whoever important. <laughs> Sorry, lost, they can lost you then. Sorry. I think whoever you know tolerated us for two and a half hours can tolerate us for yeah. another 15 minutes i hope so i want to so, thank everybody uh, for tuning in and for watching and supporting us because this is this is great i'm really enjoying the conversation um the thing that i want to ask you is um i'm going to change my headphone also, okay so. Mm -hmm. okay so i'm going to ask you so let me so okay i'm going to recap some of the things that we just picked up from Yogiji there. So we've got some good takeaways. Um, and it tunes in with some of the questions that are rolling in in the comments as well. Somebody asked how to connect with Gurbani. And I think that we already received the answer that if we are seeking and we are on the path of trying to gain knowledge, which is different to the path of following where we feel entitled to demanding knowledge, the two different journeys, two different paths. So first, it's important for us to figure out which one we stand on, that do we want to be on the path of a seeker or do we want to be on the path of a follower? And it's okay to choose either of them, but be clear which one you stand on. If you're on the path of a seeker, of a sick, it means that you're choosing consciously to learn. That means learning in every space, with every breath, every step, we choose to be uncomfortable, which allows us to grow. And it's in that place of being uncomfortable where we're gonna excel the most because it means that we will apply critical thinking. We will look at things neutrally and look further than just the surface because oftentimes we all know this, that whatever appears on the surface is not always the full picture. So dig deeper, look, Further, look from different angles and challenge yourself to learn and to grow. Now, for the connection of Gurbani, I'm just going to summarize real quick that if we're looking from the lens of Guru Nanak, of Sikhi, that came pre-colonization, the protocol was different. Gurbani, in the Guru Granth Sahib, was written without spaces. This is called Larivar. Okay? If you don't know what this means, go and look it up. If you read your nitanim and do your daily part, I encourage you, there's a lot of the apps now that you can use, which allow you to view the Gurmukhi in Larivar. So try to read your Japji or Chopeseb or whichever part you do, read it in Larivar and feel the difference. 
it's going to be harder. It's going to be more challenging. It's going to be so uncomfortable because you're going to find that if you look away for a second or if your focus just breaks for that one moment, you're going to forget where you were. It's not the same as just doing something in as a habit. It means you have to be in. We're also being made aware that Gurmukhi, every single sound, every letter, syllable matters. So we can't mince the words. We can't just like muddle them up and make them sound like something else. We have to say exactly what's there. Additionally, we found out that there's rag, which is the emotional context given onto every Shabbat. And then we were told that there were instruments, Rabab was mentioned, instruments that were created for this technology, for this particular path of consciousness to be lived. So these are the ingredients that Guru Nanak gave to us. And this is what we have to start our journey with. And Yogiji, I want to ask you that if this is the framework that we were given to operate in, now, when you look at the world of, I'm going to, these are all words that mean the same thing. So Kirtan, Gurmat Sangeet, Sikh music, Nad Yoga, all mean the same thing. It means the singing of Gurbani from the Guru Granth Sahib for us to achieve consciousness and oneness with ourselves, to manage our emotions and be better human beings, right? That's the purpose of Gita, right? If I'm just like summarizing it and condensing okay. it down. Yes, yes. <laughs> so my question to you is that how do you feel when you look at the global face of Gitan and Sikh music as it stands now, which is more commercialized, which is like for me horrifying. I have heard rap Gitan, dub remixes of Gitan, um, Michael Jackson tunes on Gitan. I have heard like lots of Punjabi song tunes on Kirtan, and when I say Kirtan, I mean on Shabbat. So the words of Gurbani taken and put to these other musical melodies. I have a particular way that I feel about it, but the question is to you, is how does this make you feel? I, I feel sorry for, you know, they're so close and so far. Like, I'm, I'm nobody to say this is wrong or this is right. Uh, for me, uh, I only can speak by myself that Gurus have written this, like this therefore you know when i went for santhya in in learning from vidya guru i went for santhya and it was like um, my first question was why there is a shabd asa mahala panjama saranjam lag pavjal taranke and teacher stopped he said no say with me asa mahala panjama saranjam lag Pavjal Taran Janam Britha Jat Rang Maya I said, well, uh, I didn't mean to learn singing. He said, no, it's not singing. This is how Guru wrote it. And I was confused. And he said, the Guru wrote it like, Pasak Tiran Vatiya. This is a sound current. And I was like struck by this. 
Like mm. I was glued to this concept. Hmm, amazing. And more and more every day I went into deeper. It was like, you know, me taking a, a half a cup out of an ocean and saying, wow, look how much I got it. It's, it's, it was just amazing. So I'm saying we need to learn that way. But we, I also see people with guitars and sitars and harmoniums. Look, I'm not saying, I'm not here to say that they are wrong. I'm not saying there is not a room for these things, but we also need to understand at the same time that why Guru, Guru Nanak Sahib created the Rabab? Why Guru Arjun Sahib created Saranda? Why Satta and Balwan created Jodi? Why there was a use of Sarangi in Guru Hargobind Sahib court? Why there was thousand Dhiruba created by Guru Gobind Singh? Why? Why couldn't they just import guitars and pianos and other things from, or you know, whatever was available? Why didn't they use the Veena, for example, which existed in so many different types of Veenas in ancient India? There must be a reason. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I, I respect, I respect uh, the music. In, it, it comes in from different tradition and cultures from expression. And when we're talking about sound, it doesn't have a culture. It, its culture is humanity. So I'm not saying that the pop, rock, jazz, and all of those things are wrong, but they have their place. Hmm. You know, when we are talking about Bani, Gurbani, then as a seeker, as a Sikh, we must understand what is Asa, how it works, why it is there, what's in it for me, how should I live it? You hmm. know, so it's not just a musical uh, melody put together. It is more than it's, it's, it's tapping into your emotional state, your behavior pattern. It's a hooking your mind and bringing it into the Sangat with the soul and body. It's an amazing jugat, mean technique, mean tantra. If you want to be yogi, if you're truly seeking, if you if you want to learn the kirtan, then do a guru's way. Pick mm. up a guru's instrument and see the magic, how, how quickly guru will transform your emotional, your psychological, your mental, your spiritual behavior, and will give you a good prasad of oneness. Just try it. Hmm. That's a lovely way to share it. Thank you. Um, for those people that are new to all of this information, um, there are very specific techniques that relate to Sikh music. And if you want to learn about it, Yogiji has made a wonderful documentary called Sikh Musical Heritage, The Untold Story. It's available on Vimeo On Demand, and we're going to share the link. So if any of you want to learn more about these instruments and this particular technology, then please go and check out the documentary. That'll give you a lot of context and help you with some of the unlearning and new learning that we all need to be doing. Um, Yogiji also teaches. You can reach out to him at info at yogiosound.com or hello at rajacademy.com if you want to learn how to practice these techniques and understand how to adopt them into your life. Um, Yogiji, <laughs> we could go on and on and on because I've got a ton more questions, but I think 
that it's heading close to midnight for you and me also because we're in England um, and that maybe we should wrap it up. <laughs> Unless you always could. next time. You know, exactly. that's, I, I appreciate this, uh, your love and you want to share with Sangat and and of course, you know, it's nothing which I shared is mine. It, uh, I was given a lot of things by my teachers and Sangat and Guru Sahib, of course. It's a, bless, it's a Guru Prasad. And we're doing this all for uh, for you to be part of this Sangat and, and learn. It's no point uh, for us to be suffering because Guru Sahib says, Suniye, Dukh paap ka naas, or gaviye suniye, man rakhiye pa ho, dukh parhar, sukh kar le jai. Guru gives us the mantra, solution. All we need to do is use that to be free from the pain, from the mental health issues, from, from physical problems, and, and attain what, you know, a spiritual experience of bliss and be one. So, yes, we, we will carry on, and next time, you know, we will we'll talk about it. There are some sensitive issues. There are some issues very problematic. There are mm -hmm. cultural issues. There are things completely gone like haywire, uh, but it's okay. It's okay as I'm not afraid. I think um, the protector is the Kattapurukh. Mm -hmm. So the wrong will stay wrong and right will stay right. And our job is to do whatever we can do the best and if you think you're doing whatever the things you're doing and they don't match us that's fine i respect that do it consciously do it with fully you know do it with smile if it is uh, you know one of my my friend jasveer i must share this with mm -hmm. you he was uh, um, he's a good uh, very close person to me and he said to me uh, yogi you should try uh, marijuana I said, but for what? He said, I feel so connected. I said, but I am already connected. I'm not looking for another connection. Uh, he said, but well, you must try. I said, why don't you try my stuff? He said, uh, yeah. I said, the thing is, remember, what are you trying? You're going to have to try that again after a few hours, right? He said, yes. I said, what I'm trying, it doesn't go, it doesn't disappear. You're in, you're in forever. So mm -hmm. I'll say to all of you, okay, try once. Try Guru's word, Guru's way with the Guru's instrument. Try once. Let go. All of other things, try Guru's Kirtan, Guru's way one time. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't transform you, I'll leave this all of whatever I'm talking about. I will never come back to social media. Guru <laughs> is amazing. Guru is incredible. Guru is so beautiful. It doesn't change you. It changes all inside you. You become the beacon. You become the lighthouse. He transforms by just putting back us to nature. So we don't really have to change anything. We just have to reset ourselves to nature's default that's all that's nanakji's way and let's become jog capable mm -hmm. the yogi of nanakji yogi ji this has been such a gift such a blessing and i think for a lot of us 
you know, it's it's new information and there's a lot of appreciation and love in the comments as well. Um, I've learned a lot of new things as well. Um, and I think that's important for all of us to acknowledge that when we're receiving Me new too. information. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, just to wrap up for everybody, I want to just emphasize on the key points that the path of Guru Nanak's yoga requires us to choose consciousness, to do the hard work as well as the heart work, right? Which means being uncomfortable, recognizing when we have to undo things to create better mechanisms. And I think that that's a collective responsibility that yes, you know, colonialism played its role. If we can identify that, we also have to see that what is our responsibility now in this space and what work do we have to do to correct that? Um, there is a responsibility that lies on us individually. That's what I feel. And that we have the capacity to make these improvements and make this change if we're willing to educate ourselves. So I'm encouraging and calling everybody who's listening, who's watching to step up and start a journey of seeking and of learning. And your first step go and educate yourself about what Sikh musical heritage actually is. Because if this is the technology, these are the tools and the techniques that Guru Nanak Sahib gave to us, and we don't know about them, that's where we have to start. The link is in the comments. Please go and watch the documentary and get in touch with Yogi Ji after you've watched the documentary. If you've got questions, right? This is how we share Sangha. This is how we share information. And Yogiji, you have imparted so many pearls of wisdom onto us today. And honestly, we could keep you here the whole night. I know that I'm ready to keep going for another three hours, but um, <laughs> thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart and from everybody who's watching. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for everybody who's watching, for tuning in. And, um, we're going to need you back on the show. Definitely. And I appreciate the core voices. And I appreciate you uh, doing all of this work. And SickNet also accommodating all of this. Um, my humble request is that we all trying to do the best for ourselves, our families, our world. And therefore, it is just, just a few things I'm just going to say very quickly. The true yogi, Nanaksi yogi a seeker, a Sikh, a true yogi will learn and respect the practice. Remember this, will not change, will not come in the way of Nanakji's. When, when you want to learn from somebody, but you want to learn the way you want to learn, you will change everything. So let's not do that with when, when it comes to the sacred practices of which makes us enable, capable, a yogi context and a reference is important to the practice of yoga it is very the out of context is is a horrible stuff so understand that why are you doing this and how you need to do before you start doing it and label yourself and the third and last thing for for this meeting i would like to share with you that we need to move away please we hear me out we need to move away from cultural appropriation and it requires you to have the consciousness and and walk into the cultural appreciation 
build this harmony. It is important. This this is how Sangat is built. If we go there, rich and poor and you know, divided in castes and creeds and religions, we will not have a Sangat. So we need to build the cultural appreciation. And I understand that it will, it is hard work, very hard work. It will require, uh, it will take understanding. And but most of uh, all, it needs a love for ourselves and for our world. And I hope all of you seekers, born, brought up, living in America, North America, or South America, or in Asia, wherever you are, India or, or Europe, we all humans, we need to act now with responsibility, a very responsible citizens of planet Earth. There is nothing secret. There's nothing hidden. Everything is available. We just need to open our eyes. So I'm here to share. So is my team. And there is a lot of Sangat here with wisdom. As I learn with every step I take, I think it's important for us to share that. And I once again will, will share this with you that I believe that whatever is not shared is lost. So let's equip ourselves with information and true information. Don't just believe things you read and see. Try to go deeper until you find the reality. Don't stop. Don't stop. Carry on your search and find that gem. We are part of your Sangat. We are part of your journey. Wherever you are, Just we are just an email or, or, or a message away. And we would love to be part of this journey. Let's, let's unite as Sangat and serve Kartapurak. That's all I want to say for our this very long meeting, nearly three hours. Thank <laughs> you, Jasir Korji, for your patience. But this has been amazing evening. <laughs> This was a Punjabi five minutes, right? Yes. <laughs> culture, remember, we, we come with the, like Guru Sahib taught us, na jogi hai, koi. so we don't really think about the time when, you know, let it happen normally. Yes, yes. Only we stop when we get hungry, and I think I'm getting a little bit hungry. <laughs> oh, Yogi Ji, really, from the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you. This was such a joy, such a pleasure, and a huge blessing for all of us. So much for us to learn, and you did it with so much warmth and love, and for that I'm, I'm really grateful. Thank you for setting a really beautiful example of Sikhi for us, and calling us out on the work that we need to do, because that's what Sangat is there for, right? So... Thank you for being on Core Voices. Thank you for everybody who's listening. And Yogiji, I hope you're going to be back soon. Sure. Guru Rakha Satkarta. Wahiguruji ka khalsa. Wahiguruji ki fateh.